Hello, Mama. Welcome to Reaching Abundance. I'm your host and financial coach, Virginia. Last week, you heard our first interview on this show with a life coach who focuses on intimacy and relationships. And what an impactful episode that was. I also announced the reformatting of the show and that from now on, we're going to alternate between the solo shows where I share and teach on certain topics and interviews where you're listening in on conversations I'm having with other amazing mamas in the community. Since it's important to me that we normalize conversations around where motherhood, money, and mindset intersect, I thought I'd step out and share my own personal financial journey with you. As a financial coach, I get to know your money stories, behaviors, beliefs, and even your numbers, which to some people is really uncomfortable. That's really private information, right? And it's one thing for it to be private information, but when people say private, sometimes they mean shameful. The first steps we can all take toward ditching the taboo around money involve releasing the shame we feel around debt, financial mistakes, and money decisions we've made. And since I know debt is made out to be this horrible, shameful thing that we should hide, I'll be the first to share the details about our debt story. Something special happens when someone, anyone, shares their story. We're able to feel a connection with them, empathy for what they've been through, and even identify with them and see ourselves in their situation. Sharing stories alleviates the pressure, loneliness, shame, and separation we feel about our own situation. I hope by sharing my story, you'll be able to, of course, see why I'm so passionate about providing financial coaching for moms, but also that you aren't alone when you feel emotional about money, you aren't the only mom who's made financial mistakes, and that I too felt like I didn't have anyone in my corner who understood. This whole journey I'm about to share with you is 100% without a doubt why I vowed to be the open-minded, open-hearted financial coach for moms I am today, so that I could become the mom friend that I so desperately needed back then, but couldn't find. If you're feeling unorganized with your finances, worried about debt piling up, concerned about paying the bills or needing to start, stick to, or revamp your budget, there's a free downloadable budget workbook that I created for you. It's modeled after the exact steps I took to get debt free. And it's right there in the show notes available to you for free at reachingabundance.com. Welcome to the Reaching Abundance podcast where your host, Virginia Elder, shares helpful guidance for moms around positive mindset, creating simplicity, practicing true self-care, and most of all, money management. Her financial journey toward a better life blossomed into an insatiable desire for overall happiness and abundance. Hang out with her right here each week while she ditches the taboos around women and money, shares resources, educates, and financially empowers all the mamas. 
Let's start this episode off with the understanding that we all have found ourselves at one point or another in a situation we didn't mean to get into. My personal financial situation hit rock bottom after a series of money mistakes, circumstances, and life changes all happened one right after another in a relatively short period of time. Suddenly, or so it seemed, I woke up drowning in debt, desperate to make ends meet, and in full panic mode to secure my family's future. Our cash spent faster than it came in, and there was not enough to make the mortgage, daycare tuition, car payment, and the $800 worth of minimum payments our credit cards required. This was not the life I wanted or how I expected to live. We both had good jobs, degrees, and we didn't live a flashy lifestyle. So what the heck? Well, I had spent the past three years ignoring the numbers and operating under the assumption that it'll all come out in the wash. Meanwhile, I restarted my accounting career and took a pay cut. We had our son and all the associated medical bills and daycare costs. But the biggest thing was I'd been assisting my mom through her divorce. Assisting is the nicest way to say that I was paying for all of her divorce attorney's fees and helping pay bills to keep a roof over her head. During those years, I muddled through all the challenges of new motherhood while starting over on the pay scale, but I also felt a deep sense of sadness for what my mom's 50 years of life had come to. Her situation tugged at my heart, and I could see how my innate planning skills were needed. So I just had to help her when she came to me. I quickly became her counselor, her advisor, and her manager. I swooped in with my superhero cape on and helped her find a divorce attorney, assisted her in making ends meet, guided her through the process of getting a job, and showed her how to market herself and get cash-paying gigs on the side to supplement. In fact, within three days of my second baby being born, she moved in with us as opposed to becoming homeless. I felt so much conviction to help her, and I couldn't imagine being in her shoes, 50 years old and having to start over with nothing. So out went my heart and all my money with it. She needed all the help she could get, and I didn't see anyone else signing up. I was torn. I knew this wasn't my responsibility, yet she needed someone to step up to guide her through it all. I kept thinking, wouldn't my kids be there for me? Then the guilt and anger would take over. And I'd think, there's no way in hell I'd ever expect my kids to do this for me. This is bull. And there you have it. The me I am today was born. I vowed to dig us out of this hole of debt and never return. I vowed to set up our family's finances so that I never have to depend on anyone else for help. I also vowed to teach my children about money and help them get set up so that the cycle doesn't repeat itself further down the line. There was a specific moment when all of this hit me. 
I was holding my newborn baby girl, thinking about how sweet her little face was, while listening to and being comforted by the sound of her breath. Meanwhile, I looked up and smiled at my toddler playing with his toys quietly nearby and simultaneously choked back tears of fear and regret that our financial life was overshadowing this sweet moment with brewing storm clouds. I sat there trying so hard to contain my feelings about our finances, but it was too late. This and many, many other moments when I should have been fully present with our new tiny family were stolen away by this looming financial storm cloud. I'll never get those moments back. I'll never have the chance to redo them. My problem solver brain was always churning and I was so scared and desperate to get us out of this pile of bills that I wasn't able to enjoy the precious moments with my babies. Admittedly, I was mentally absent from nearly every moment of my son's life before the age of four and my daughter's life prior to the age of two. I have little to no memory of those years and it absolutely kills me. Unlike many moms where the hormones or the fog of early motherhood and sleepless nights can take the blame, I know that I wasn't present in those moments because I was preoccupied strategizing how to get out of debt. Thank goodness for phones and pictures and videos so I can look at those memories with fondness and be happy that I captured their sweet faces at that time. Otherwise, those moments were completely stolen away from me. That moment in my rocking chair choking back the tears and realizing all the precious memories that I was missing out on was my breaking point. All we had was $20 in our bank account, and the next pay period was two weeks away. My heart was pounding. My head was spinning. What were we going to do? How could I make this work? That was it. I'd had it. I was sick and tired of living like this. My kids didn't deserve this. No family does. The line had to be drawn. It took me years to realize my biggest mistakes were made because I felt the destruction of my parents' marriage so deeply and feared that situation playing out in my own relationship. I allowed my sympathy for their relationship problems, my disappointment in my father's actions, and my mother's helplessness infiltrate my own life too deeply. Now, I was determined to halt this pattern in its tracks. I never in a million years wanted my own kids to wake up one day and discover everything they believed and the people they'd look up to their whole lives were just a shell of lies like I'd just experienced. I often wondered how it was possible for people to go from such a loving relationship and the excitement of starting a new family, like what my husband and I currently felt in our own family to having 20 to 30 years pass only to wind up suffering the wrath of one's lies and deceit. My eyes were opened to the polar opposites of what could be. I began to realize that if you don't focus on the result you actually want, you'll end up with a result you really dislike. I could see the myriad of possibilities in any category, relationship, health, finances, children, Anything and everything had to be intentional. 
That's exactly what happened to our finances and what would happen to our marriage and our family as well if things didn't change. It was at that time when I realized I had the power to change everything. I had the power to take control of what was spent when, what money came in and out, and how to navigate my money with intention toward the abundant life I wanted, but definitely didn't have at this moment. I knew my actions had a profound effect on our relationship, our cash flow, and the one that really brought tears to my eyes, my children's future. I had the power right this second to draw lines in the sand and change our trajectory. I realized my tendency to just jump to help every damsel in distress and the result of my lack of boundaries with generosity. I'd witnessed my parents' relationship dynamic changing all throughout my childhood, but I was just too close and unable to see how bad their relationship really was because I'd never been exposed to anything else. How do you know what you don't know? I started to look at my own marriage, inspect for similarities, and focus on repairing them before we fell into the same pattern. I examined the financial mistakes we made and broke them down to when, why, and how we made that decision. Believe it or not, each one was made out of fear, blind acceptance, or lack of knowledge. I was so unintentional about things for such a short yet imperative period of time that this mountain of debt just happened to us. This was the last time I'd ever allow things to uncontrollably happen to me. I became a storm cloud of my own, brewing with passion and a new conviction. It was my job to get us out of this. One major mistake I identified was our purchase of a new car. We didn't know it at the time. We thought it was a solution to our transportation problem. Car dealerships are here to help you with great financing and a shiny new dependable ride, right? Well, <laughs> when my son was only four months old, I received a call that my husband had to leave his vehicle at the sitter's house. He'd barely made it there with smoke billowing from the engine to drop off our son and borrowed her car to get himself to work. We soon found out that the radiator had blown, the engine overheated, and that this repair was going to be more than the vehicle was worth. So we did what every young, scared, financially strapped couple does. We bought a brand spanking new $28,000 car. We fell prey to the 0% interest special from the dealer because we needed a reliable mode of transportation. In fact, I remember the car buying process very clearly. We had only $500, literally like $530 was our balance in our bank account. So $500 to put down. And I was firm that the payments could not be over $500 a month. We tried to be smart and negotiate the purchase to the best of our ability. And we tried not to look desperate. But we were. I have no idea how I thought we could come up with the extra $500 each month to pay for this car. 
since it's not like we had an extra $500 any month prior to that. I just expected we'd figure it out, make it work, or whatever other hullabaloo you mutter to yourself when you feel forced into a situation and don't actually know what you're doing. So this brings to mind the whole like fake it till you make it thing. That's the advice that we've all heard, right? It's the worst advice ever. Hey, mama. This episode is brought to you by one of my favorite budgeting apps. And let me tell you, its functionality is nowhere near any other I've discovered. It's called You Need a Budget, or YNAB for short. And it's the only app that guides you toward not just creating categories and setting spending limits, but actually ensures you can't spend more than your available cash. During the depths of our get-out-of-debt journey, I tried app after app, but none of them really helped break the paycheck-to-paycheck cycle. When I found YNAB, I was suddenly able to see the age of my money and allocate this month's paycheck to next month's bills. And when I set money aside for a category or to pay off something, the app automatically reduced my available cash balance so I didn't accidentally spend that cash on something else. YNAB was instrumental in getting us debt-free, and I still use it to this day. Get your free 30-day trial by clicking on the link in the show notes to this episode at reachingabundance.com. The next and largest financial mistake of all was overcommitting to funding my mom's divorce. I led with my soul and didn't evaluate the numbers, which led to every piece of credit we had being maxed out. When I initially told her we'd help her out, I thought surely her divorce would get up to around 20000 maybe not more than 30000 For whatever reason, I thought it would be hard, but that we could handle it. I blindly thought that with two incomes and only one child at the time, we were doing well enough to help, and I knew for sure that we were able to provide much more help than she was going to get anywhere else. A couple years later, the divorce price tag, complete with special investigators' fees and countless appeals and court dates, had ballooned to about 60 grand. Six zero grand. <laughs> I, I hadn't been adding up the bills as we went. I had only been focused on juggling the credit cards and just trying to pay for anything that came my way as fast and as spastically as I could. The weight of 60K in debt was like carrying around a ton of bricks day in and day out, especially since we had nothing to show for it. No one could see it. We still looked normal to everyone else. Life didn't stop, but I felt it. We still had utilities, daycare, the mortgage, the car payment, and other just normal facts of life to pay for, plus this additional debt. I became resentful because while it wasn't my burden to bear, I'd blindly signed up for it. I questioned why on earth I'd been put in this position and was frustrated at her helplessness. I was passionate about helping her, but I had no idea the cost would get so out of hand. 
It's not the same as buying a new car or some gorgeous furniture where you get to enjoy the luxurious ride or appreciate your beautiful home decor on your comfy couch each night. We had a mountain of debt and had gained nothing. This is where I learned probably the most valuable lesson of all, to set boundaries. I now know that I was the one in control. I just never touched the steering wheel. I never once set a limit to how much I was willing to pay for this endeavor. I did a poor job of setting boundaries with my time and my energy, and I allowed it to be used by the divorce, so I often had little to nothing left for my husband or my sweet babies. This divorce became a monster that sucked the time, energy, attention, money, and therefore my ability to step back and make good decisions out of me. One more financial pitfall I totally drowned in was under-anticipating the costs of child delivery and daycare. Having one child was one thing, but having two under the age of two was a whole new ballgame. We paid between $800 and $1,200 per month per kid at times for daycare during the workday. I was astonished at the hospital and delivery costs. 10 grand to have a baby? Are you kidding me? How do people afford to have kids? As with all else, it went on credit and we just had to figure it out. There were so many mistakes made in a three-year period that they suddenly all accumulated and hit me like an avalanche. I called the credit card companies and negotiated temporary payment arrangements interest reductions, and hardship statuses. I started pursuing and following financial guru's advice. I began paying cash for any and all expenses and forced myself to quit the credit game. I sold things, changed our consumerists' habits, and comparison shopped like crazy. I focused simultaneously on increasing our income and decreasing our expenses. Our homeowner's policy car insurance, electricity agreement, and any other contract-based item we needed was reviewed, the company called, and a new cheaper agreement was reached. We cut our cable and we switched to a cheaper cell phone provider. This panic mode was legit and solving this giant equation meant combing through every possible facet of our financial lives. Anything and everything we paid for got evaluated. And if it was too expensive or not worth it, it was trimmed. Long story short, we survived. We avoided bankruptcy, didn't get the car repossessed, and didn't have to move. Not without a few bumps and bruises and definitely with a few lessons in my pocket. It took us from fall of 2014, where we hit rock bottom, until summer of 2016, to pay off all the credit card debt, and then one more year to pay off the car as well. From start to finish, our journey from 80K in the hole to debt-free was three years long, and it was not complete without many lessons learned. So, it's possible. Maybe your debt has a different label. Maybe it's a car, student loans, IRS debt, a second mortgage, but it's, it's the same. It is possible to dig out and know 
At no time during our journey did we have a household income of over $100,000. We pinched pennies, we ate rice and beans, and we only spent $10 to go out to eat once a week. Yeah, it's possible. We were obsessed with ditching debt and not afraid to be weird or crazy because we knew that's what had to be done at that time. I knew without a doubt that this was how I'd have a chance to change my children's trajectory. Now, years later, that entire experience is still seared into my memory. It was a life-altering, mindset-shifting, eye-opening experience. While we don't pinch pennies like we did back then, we're frugal, not extravagant, And we like to spend money on things that we as a family can enjoy together. During the depths of our journey, there was definitely some deprivation and desperation. Feelings I don't exactly recommend. Now, our money habits are intentional. I use YNAB religiously, and we do our best to ensure our choices with our cash align with the future we want. That's a piece of the puzzle that was definitely missing back then. All right, Mama. Regardless of what your challenges look like, and no matter the stigma around them or why or how you got here, I hope my story proves to you that you can overcome them. Maybe it will take three years of intention and focus. Maybe you'll fall off and get back on a million times in those three years. Who cares, though? It's all about your progress and your goals and your new life you'll have at the end. There was definitely a period where I believed debt was shameful and I did everything I could to hide our situation while I handled it privately. Now I see how this journey put me perfectly on my path, realigned me with my values, shaped who I am, and created my passion for helping moms with their finances. I read every book, followed every guru, read all the blogs, listened to all the podcasts, took the classes, and devoured every bit of personal finance material I could get my hands on within that three-year period. I learned, I tested strategies, I made mistakes, and through it all, I discovered that I'm on this earth to shorten other mama's journeys toward financial freedom and help them avoid the missteps no one warned me about. I really, truly believe we can have it all through intention, consistency, and being present in the moment. I'm here for you. Use me as a resource. I've been there, made the mistakes, and I'm here now to guide you toward becoming debt-free and eventually financially free without the feelings of desperation, panic, and loneliness that I experienced. You don't have to figure it out on your own, feel lost, or deprive yourself along the way. In fact, you're invited to book a free 15-minute consult with me where we can see what helpful action steps and mindset adjustments will get you on the right track. I did it, and fully, without a doubt, no question in my mind, Believe that you can do it too. Last but not least, thank you for listening. Before you go, please do share your thoughts about the show. 
open up your podcast app. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or CastBox or Podchaser, there is an option to leave a review or comment. And I would love to see your comments. Recently, Tabitha C. wrote, Thorough and actionable inspiration. Virginia saves you from hours of research and gives loads of great information about the why behind the topic at hand. Her topics relate to abundance and inspire us far beyond just financial abundance. Aw, Tabitha, thank you so much for posting a review. This is exactly my intention, to create a place where moms can connect on any angle of the journey toward abundance, whether that be through money, parenting, household stuff, or fitness and nutrition. Thank you again, Tabitha. All right, mamas, post your reviews, and I might just read yours on air next week. Again, thank you all for being here with me today. This week, edge a little closer to reaching abundance by evaluating how you actually feel about your personal finances. Where are they now? And what would you prefer they look like? Keep in mind that even millionaires think they haven't saved enough. So let me gently remind you this is not an opportunity to beat yourself up. It's a chance to be honest with yourself and explore the need to get realigned with the life you dream of. Don't forget to check out the show notes at reachingabundance.com where you'll find the free budget workbook download I mentioned, the link for your free trial of You Need a Budget, and of course, the summary of everything we talked about. Have a wonderful week, Mama. I look forward to talking with you again next time.